But Gary Neville responded instantly. He said, but I've got so much more to say on this subject. I found lots of people like that. It, 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 it's a rivalry of such intensity and emotion. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Brian, a fabulous performance by Leeds United, getting a deserved 3-0 victory against Chelsea. Not a result a lot of people would have predicted, but um, from start to finish, the Leeds United players put on a brilliant performance. Yes, indeed, Stephen. Um, they were aggressive from the off, played with high intensity, closed Chelsea down, didn't allow them to build up the play from the back, um, broke the rhythm and made Chelsea look very uncertain in the, in the defensive positions. Mendy obviously... Um, made a very poor error on the goal although Chelsea had some very good attacks early on I felt should have taken the lead overall Leeds were the better team Um, they were very very well organised disciplined ran ran harder I suppose than Chelsea did too and some very impressive performances from some new players that have come into the Premier League this year particularly Tyler Adams American in the middle of the field um, Mark, Mark Rocca uh, Spaniard who's come in Bayern Munich and uh, I, I, I just thought all round they had a bit between the teeth today and uh, you know they got the reward of Aronson's goal from the mistake by the goalkeeper and from then they just got gained more and more confidence but there was a good energy and balance to their team and they got away with what defensive um, weaknesses I think they have which they may not always get away with but in fairness they're playing with short several key players Stuart Dallas such a key player for them Luke Ayling Liam Cooper captain you know they're, they're very important players uh, Firpo left mm. back so you know it, it, it bodes well for Leeds that they they might not be as in as in uh, by the scrap as they were last year to stay up and certainly the supporters will be feeling a lot more comfortable and happy today about the position they're in having gained seven points Maybe just to focus a little bit on Adams and on Aronson, those two players that really stood out for you today. Aronson, as you mentioned, getting that first goal. What was, the, what was it the two players gave to that Leeds team today that you think was crucial to their performance? Well, I have to say before the match and before the season started, when I saw them, I, I was initially a bit worried about them physically. Both of them are, are, are kind of small, lightweight players. I know Manchester City have plenty of those players playing in their team and they're... Uh, magnificently successful but I just felt coming from the background they were coming from uh, two American lads uh, and I know they played in Europe and they played at Salzburg and played at, at Leipzig but I, I just didn't think that they would have that uh, that type of impact against a team of Chelsea's quality and Chelsea's physical strength as well and experience but they show great energy and they also read the game very well Aronson did his job made up the numbers in midfield he was back helping out closing closing Giorgino down never allowed him get running the game often we see Giorgino dictating the pace and tempo of the game in Chelsea's game but he was in around his feet but they all were Daniel James was part of it Jack Harrison coming in off the left flank Rodrigo did his bit the front man and uh, just that energy and intensity to play but their use of the ball their cleverness in the ball lovely quick feet sharp passing good combination plays and really really impressive performances by them individually and collectively as a team 
Uh, Patrick Bamford is out injured once again and he's a player who and unfortunately for him just cannot be relied on because of his injury record um, it's an adductor this time perhaps maybe more susceptible having come off the back of a, a long time out but Rodrigo's now scoring goals that's uh, another it's the second game in a row that he scored two last week of course against Southampton and, and as you mentioned in the commentary a lovely header for that goal today uh, Jesse Marsh seems to be getting the best out of him and if he can get him into double figures this season that could go along way to getting leads maybe away from the relegation zone but perhaps even into that top half yeah well as you said hard to rely on Bamford poor season last season injury wise just got two goals didn't play many matches I think he played in seven games in the league but the previous season he was outstanding scored 17 goals for Leeds when they had a good season and the first season back and um you know, got himself on into the England team, got a got a couple of caps, but missed him obviously last season. And then they obviously um, Rafinha moved on, who was their main man last year. Uh, so Rodrigo goes into centre forward position, and I think that's helping as well because obviously when Bamford plays. And when Rafinha was playing, he was often forced into a position either off the front or wide. I think the centre forward position he showed today is a more natural position for him. He was bought in for big money from Valencia, but he hasn't had the, the show, showed the goal return that Leeds would have hoped for when they signed him. So today it was a bit more like the sort of stuff they'd want for him. I mean, that's well, four goals in three games. That's a great return. And often when players get that get that start of a season and they're confident builds and the rest of the players start to trust them a bit more it can lead to them having an exceptional season particularly front players how often I see teams at the start of the season I look up at the scores in lots of divisions lots of leagues and you see names that you haven't seen before on a regular basis and they suddenly start scoring goals and they go on to get you know between 20 and 30 goals in a season you say where did that come from it comes from confidence and persistence and getting off to a good start and Rodrigo has got off to an exceptional start but he also he played well for the team today it wasn't just himself it was a superb second goal but his work rate was good he was involved in scrapping and defending in midfield as well mm. so it was all around a very encouraging performance from Malia's point of view I'm sure the manager is delighted he feels under pressure and um, from a supporter's point of view looking at the team they'll have a lot more hope than they would have had going into the season without Kelvin Phillips obviously and Rafina and the worries about the injuries to those key players we've both mentioned so just finally on them I'm not asking you to make any wild predictions at this stage of the season we're only three matches in and it's very hard to get carried away with uh, the early results but would you give Leeds fans hope that they perhaps won't be scrapping a relegation fight at the end of next season yeah I would I would. I mean I think they would have been happy given that they ended up last season in the 17th position um you know, just three points ahead of Burnley in the end on 38 points which is a point a game you, having started now with seven points in three games you would give them hope I think they would be satisfied not to be in the relegation st- uh, scrap um, it still might become the case as yeah. the season goes on but I think the, the start they've had to the season will certainly give them hope and some confidence that they can they can have a good season and a good season for Leeds would be certainly a mid-table position they haven't invested heavily in the squad they spent a few quid that they got from uh, Rafina and, and um, 
Phillips and invested in some of these players who are know them know them well known in the Premier League. There's a risk in that. At least you're signing players from the German league, not so much the Austrian league, but the German league that have a little bit of pedigree. Rocket didn't play a lot of matches with Bayern Munich, but obviously the manager saw him when he he was only at Leipzig himself for half a season, mm. but obviously he saw enough then for to be impressed by by Rocket, and he said he, he could be good enough for us. He didn't get enough enough time on the pitch of Bayern Munich, so you know they 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 were. They're big signings for him to have made uh, in terms of encouraging the club to spend that type of money that they've spent on unknown players. But it looks now as if they might not be bad signings whatsoever. Chelsea's new signing, well, one of them, uh, Koulibaly, he's looked a bit nervy over the last uh, couple of games, well, his first three matches, and today he gets the second yellow card, uh, silly second yellow card to get sent off in just his third match. It's early days on him yet as well, of course, but he just seems to be kind of struggling maybe into that kind of Premier League. Well, I tell you, I think that's a harsh enough. I thought he played well against Everton. Um, yeah. First game against Spurs last week, the back three were untroubled until late in the game. They dealt with, I mean, a lot of opinions are that Spurs have the best the best three, three front players in the league with Kuliszewski, Kane and Son. But last week, Chelsea kept them very, very quiet indeed. The goals come kind of out of nothing and they, they, uh, it was hard to be overcritical of defence in fact the referee in the case of both goals they probably should have been disallowed but anyway um, I think today uh, and remember Koulibaly's contribution last week and that beautiful goal off the, the corner from Cucurella magnificent volley but today he looked unnerved from early on in the game and go back to Aronson's little torn and run that's the sort of attacking player he probably doesn't like playing against a small little Nicky fella with fast feet he probably prefers someone who a bit more Bamford style Bamford yeah. was available or Rodrigo over on his side but he was he was under pressure because that was very early in the match that he got the boot gun the second one was a stupid boot gun um, he's I think he's 30 years of age now going on 31 it was a lot of speculation about him over the last number of years that he was going to come to a bigger club than Napoli or a club with more money than Napoli and it never happened. I just have a feeling it might be a little bit late for him. I mean, Thiago Silva hasn't proved to be too late. But I've seen other games where Koulibaly, when he's isolated in 1v1 against small attacking players, that he had trouble. So we'll see how that develops. It's early yet. Uh, they're trying to get a couple of players to settle into the team. Cucurella on his left as a wing back and... Um, have the system work and click and you know you've um it, it's early effort Chelsea they've yeah. had a lot that's what I'm kind of wondering though as well Brian is he going to stick with the back three we saw him change mid-game today to a back four he did the same last week against Tottenham and I'm just looking as well like they're, they kind of they struggled in that match against Everton like getting getting like to create chance up front they were good against Tottenham they dominated the game but just obviously coughing up those two points right at the death and today he's struggling against Leeds so I'm not saying that it's going to be a bad season for Chelsea but just I'm just wondering what this is 
it because Tuchel's just unsure of his formation he hasn't got his full squad yet well I, I think every manager at the start of the season you, you, you get an idea from the pre-season of what your best team might be and then when you play it in the first match you're hoping that that clicks and in their case they won the first match one not in the Everton difficult way fixture and so on and then they play very well against Spurs in a home game end up with 2-2 so you're going to look at the side saying this is not bad we're playing some good stuff moving the ball around quite well we're better team against Everton didn't have to deal with the, were rarely under threat although didn't win the match convincingly so you're, you're waiting for a, a shape and a team to click and um, you know the way it's going to be this year there's so many matches compacted into the August November period that the managers are going to have to use their squads very well they're hoping the team will click the 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 the, the best say 11 to 14 will 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 make his mind up early on on what the best team is but you're also grappling when you have such a good squad and such a depth of players that you're you're, you're prepared to shuffle around and play different players and while the transfer window is still open there's always a amount of uncertainty as well you see both Pulisic and Ziyech play today so speculation about both of them leaving the club the speculation about um, Aubameyang is going to come in would you give them a centre forward a focal point you'd, you'd, you'd presume that he might play a bit more often if he play if he play that he was going to come as a as a as a player that he's not going to come as a squad player mm. and then there's talk about them being obviously very keen on Fafana today mm. is today's result might force him into going for Fafana yeah. because that's five goals conceded in two games yeah, he was dropped for Leicester as well of course left and him, Fafana, left so, stands, so, yeah. so he comes in he gives him another defensive option what will it mean for the likes of Aspicueta Aspicueta you wonder but I think it's all very early Early times, yeah, but he won't be particularly satisfied with four points in three games, having played well in two matches. But you know, he's a very, very good manager. There's a good structure at that club. He's a good backup team around him, and it looks it looks like he's a good owner who wants to who wants to to, to flash the cash and buy big. And boy, and also they bought young. They bought several good young players as well for backup squad. Not many of them involved today, mm. but you know they they look like they're in good shape, Chelsea, in better shape than they were last year when there was all the uncertainty about the the forced selling of the club, basically, and Abramovich's just the Myers and the um, uncertainty about who was going to buy it. It looks like the people who bought it really want to make a success of it, and are prepared to spend big money to make it successful. And just to finish, Brian, a team who've started very successfully their season is Arsenal, uh, top of the table after yesterday's big win against Bournemouth. And a couple of players brought in from Manchester City, of course, where Mikel Arteta was once a manager and everybody was thinking maybe when he comes to Arsenal will mm-hmm. have a similar way of playing as is, uh, I suppose, the man he learned from Pep Guardiola there. But it is interesting when you see a player like Gabriel Jesus, who was perhaps constrained by the control and the tactics of his old manager, Pep Guardiola, he seems to be told by Mikel Arteta, go out there and express yourself, and he looks like a totally different player. Well, it's probably a bit more to it than that, but he certainly, I think he's enjoying the fact that he's playing centre-forward and he's a leading man. I mean, when, when Aguero went, he was probably hopeful. I mean, he was signed, I think, as a replacement for Aguero a few years back, but he never actually ended up occupying that position. Then they signed Haaland. So obviously made his mind up that I'm still going to be 
a, a kind of a playing off the right merchant and I'm competing with Mares for that place and a few other fellas Grealish De Bruyne Foden mm. um, Gundogan and all the players they have there's kind of uh, I'd say eight players for five positions eight brilliant players including Sterling when he was there so you know he made his mind up obviously he had a relationship with Arteta going back to his time at Manchester City that he wanted to be a first choice first pick player on a weekly basis not many players can think that way I was thinking in the modern game where squads are so important but he obviously got, got some sort of a commitment from Arteta that that would be the way and that he'd be playing the number 9 position he didn't score yesterday but his performance was brilliant some of the some of the uh, uh, dribbling skills and touch on the ball and there was awareness of his uh, of his of his mates in the game was superb mm-hmm. and he certainly flowered as has Sinchenko no surprise there playing off the left back position coming into midfield given the overload same sort of stuff we saw at Manchester City um, some kind of Zaka arrangement in the middle of the field he drops back and covers in the left back position no place for Tierney who was previously their best player as a left back and left side of centre half but going very well Martinelli Saka um, Odegaard brilliant in the attacking positions Party has found his feet now in a holding position with Zaka in the middle of the pitch uh, Saliba coming in at the back brilliant goal yesterday have suddenly become solid defensively Weiss and Saliba and uh, the other defensive players have just given them yeah, Gabriel they, as well yeah Gabriel just look look less arse, Arsenal-ish <laughs> than they've been in recent seasons and very good start to the season three wins bodes well for for Arsenal for, for the rest of the season but look it's a long season Brian, it'll be a long it? season and there'll be humps and bumps yeah and yeah. there'll be days when we'll end up discussing <laughs> teams and saying look they, like we're saying Leeds are great today because they won they won 3-0 they played very well I'd still worry about lack of physicality in the team defensive players um, not always taking very clever positions but you know still have to consider so many key players not there to play five main men not available and to get a 3-0 win against Chelsea can't be bad look like a bit more depth in the squad bad day for Chelsea but there'll be lots of good days for Chelsea this this year they have too many class players and a class class structure to have a have a poor season I think they'll be fine thanks Brian thank you Stephen